The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and when he decides to show up, Kevin Held. We are the perfect blend of Saints sincerity and stupidity. Is Patrick Robinson going to become a verb of like Saints players that leave and come back? We'll be, we'll be like, oh my God, is he going to is he going to Patrick Robinson it? The Saints just got Robinson. And now here's your host, Ralph Malbro. All right, everybody, welcome to Saints Happy Hour podcast. Dave, I had to play the Patrick Robinson open because the Titans. They got P-Robbed yesterday, did they not? They got Robinson down the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it was it was beautiful. Patrick, 2017 Patrick Robinson has showed up to save the Saints in their time of need with all their secondary in- injuries just in the nick of time. Uh, everybody, welcome to the show. Big show tonight. Andrew's shit-faced drunk. He may or may not join us. Dave... Is going to join us for a limited time, then has to get back to his Christmas party. Of course, well, I'm Dave, sitting around at least, at least, and until Andrew gets on here, because I have yeah. to hear how so, wasted he is. So we'll get to the Saints game in a second. Uh, but of course, as we do this podcast live, thanks for everybody for joining us on the live stream. We'll have the breaking news sounder throughout as the Saints are watching Minnesota play Green Bay. Kurt Cousin is currently shitting the bed. Minnesota is going to biff this all over the place. They have three turnovers. They've collected three turnovers. They lead 10 to 9. But we'll get to that as we go. Dave. They've got the, the Vikings have the ball right now. Yeah. They're driving. They're matriculating. <laughs> matriculating down the field. So, Dave, yesterday was just a gigantic win. Uh, Camaro was back. Jared Cook was doing fun things. Patrick Robinson was doing amazing things. Um, I panic tweeted when they were down fourteen nothing. That <laughs> shit looked I'm, I'm bleak. Did. Yeah, they look like uh, they look like a team that's 
going to be one and done in the playoffs in the first half. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just, I, I'm watching the first half. I was at Urban South uh, with some friends, and I'm watching it, and, and I'm thinking the whole time the first half. Uh, you know, like I, I'm just picturing them losing in the wild card round of the playoffs at home in the Superdome, like just with some garbage play. Like, <laughs> but I mean, for, fortunately. Uh, fortunately, I, you know, I don't know if the field had anything to do with that. The field was absolute garbage. I was listening on the way over to Urban South. I was listening to Deuce and Zach, and I mean, Deuce was like, "This is garbage," and Zach was he even said he was surprised that it's an NFL field, like they even allow that. Um, so I don't know if that had anything to do. Why with is it that? Like, what game. was the re- what was the reason? I don't for know. It? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But it are was they playing like high school championship games on that shit Friday <laughs> night or something? I don't know. But uh, but obviously uh, obviously the second half was a whole a whole other ball game, and uh, you know they got some momentum. They were able to capitalize, and uh, you know they look like a team that they they look like the opposite of the team that I was worried about in the first half. They look like a team that can. It, it's always great to see your team go down, get down by fourteen points, and not panic and be able to. Uh, turn it around and come up with what honestly turned out to be a fairly convincing win. I mean, I thought you know it wasn't like once they took the lead, that was it. It was it was never yeah. Like once back. it once it got to be twenty four fourteen, I sort of I didn't like I didn't stop watching or click around to the red zone or anything like it was week four. But I, I felt completely comfortable that they were going to win. The interesting thing was totally. with with the game was the defense was either spectacular or spectacularly terrible. Like, they were down 14 nothing, and I felt like the defense was holding them in the game, even though they stunk to start. The defense was holding them together, waiting for the offense to kick it into gear. Cook got the touchdown and made it 14-10. And then they get up 24-14, and you're like, okay, they're going to stroll. And then they're back to giving up big plays. Um, And my wife, you know, uh, it was just – she was just in a rage over how Tanny Hill was playing good, and she kept saying, "How come he never did that for the fucking Dolphins?" Um, so yeah, he's that, been he's been awesome the last what six weeks of the season. He's, he's since? A, he was the highest rated quarterback for a while. I mean, he he looked tremendous yesterday. He holds on the ball. He holds, holds the ball too long, but he looked good. And they didn't even have Derrick Henry. And he still looked good. Tennessee is going to be a pain in the they ass. They could have used Derrick Henry. If Derrick Henry was in that game, it could have gone a little differently. Yeah. Uh, when when Tennessee's up fourteen uh, nothing, and and you add in Derrick Henry, who can start pounding the ball, killing clock, take eating up clock, um, that you know, could have, that game could have gone differently if they had Derrick Henry. So I'm tell I'm telling you, I, they're going to get in the playoffs, and they'll probably play Kansas City, and they beat Kansas City at home. I'm going to be tempted to take. T- Tennessee in a playoff game on the money line, but that's neither here nor there. The, the the other thing with this Saints game, Dave, is you know me and Andrew talked about it on the Grades podcast. You should check it out. Seven dollars a month. Uh, you get your daily podcast needs for the Saints. It's beautiful. Uh, that the thing that was so concerning to me when they were down fourteen nothing is. Not just that they were down 14 nothing, but it was how. You know, it wasn't like they gave up a pick six and Tennessee picked up a fumble and it was two, like, crazy plays. Their offensive line was getting their ass handed to them for a, for a good most of the first half. And to go from that to scoring 31 points by the end of the third quarter, it was one of the 
really tremendous turnarounds that I can remember the Saints doing in a while. I mean, they they look like a bad, bad football team in the first half. I mean, like you said, the offensive line uh, was getting beat up. I mean, the defense was... Oh, I mean, it was. It, it looked like 2012. It looked like <laughs> yeah, 2000. Tennessee's running reverse. This dude's going, going no one near him. Yeah. Uh, I, honestly, it's. Uh, I forgot what that was like. I mean, it's been so long since they've been that bad. Um, so at least I. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. feel good about that, but um, yeah, I mean, they looked like a terrible, terrible football team in the first half, and I don't know what, I don't know what the hell Peyton said in the locker room at halftime, or... Um, or, or you know what it was, but and and you know the other thing too was like Breeze. Uh, Breeze showed more more frustration and emotion than I feel like he he, he normally did. does. Um, he did. He was he was, uh, he was he at least on two plays he looked uh, visibly upset. One on the touch on the on the throw to the end zone, back of the end zone. Are we live? We yeah, are. Oh my God, you are wasted. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, there was another one, but anyway, he looked, uh, yeah, he, he did not look happy out there for a good part of it. Andrew, how drunk are you right now? I'm not sober. (laughs) Okay. Good answer. What about today? Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah. It is. No, it's it's actually the best day of my life as long as the Vikings win. Uh, well, that's not gonna you are, you are drunk. Shit show. You're, you're, <laughs> They're winning. Right. Well, of course they are. They have two first downs and 25 yards passing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. How long ago did you guys start the show? 9 o'clock, 9.05. Just like we uh, do every single goddamn week. Yeah. That was like seven minutes ago, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like seven minutes. So here's here's the thing, Andrew. We were talking about the offensive line and how they turned it around. Do you worry about this offensive line more or less because of the two polar extremes you saw yesterday? 
What are the two polar? Oh, you mean the first quarter versus? I mean the first else? quarter being a shit show, and then them totally dominating the rest of the way. Less, well, the second half. Less. You you have two injured players that are both guards. Andres Pete, Larry Warford, neither of them played. Um, you know, I mean, look, we're in the middle of this game, Packers Vikings. This means a lot to all the questions you're probably asking, starting with offensive line health, where you get a bye that gives. Andres Pete and Larry Warford a week to rest. So it's kind of a huge deal. And those guys get healthier if they get a week off. So this game means a lot. Breaking news, Kurt Cousins is a fucking fraud. (laughs) (laughs) So if you can play the breaking news thing again, I'm intoxicated. So, Dave, Kamara looked amazing, <laughs> and he was catching a lot of crap from Saints fans the last well, couple weeks. He looked amazing. There was, there was the one – oh, that was, that was when Breeze looked frustrated. Yeah, Breeze was like, what are you that doing? That was when Breeze looked frustrated. Yeah, when he, Bree, even Breeze was like, why are you not – this was just for context. This is the pass to Kamara along the sidelines, and he, was, he had room to make a move or do something, and he ran out of bounds instead of turning it upfield and – getting at least a few extra yards and even drew. I mean, I, I, me at the time I was yelling at the television uh, and I was, ex- I was surprised to see drew doing the same thing. Um, so, but obviously uh, that's, that's, that's picking nits uh, overall. Obviously Kamara had a great game. Uh, let's not forget about the block he had on uh, what was, was that Jared Cook's touchdown? Uh, he did a great job blocking the downfield defender. So, both. And Patrick That's Robinson. It. Don't forget Patrick Robinson. We talked to yeah, we talked well, about Well, I that. think the most imp- depth I think so. people in the chat room brought it up. The most important thing that we need to talk about is your son Andrew looked amazing. Oh yeah. In the oh game. yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. You mean that let's talk the, about I still I still can Okay, no no no, like Andrew, Little Jordan Humphrey can take a seat. <laughs> Andrew Sit all, down. All hail King Andrew, knower of all things. Undrafted free agents. I, look, we all bow to your greatness there. Um, I just, I just cannot believe. I was talking about this yesterday with somebody. I cannot believe that Granderson How was inferior. You are in picking no, undrafted no, free no, agents. No, 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 shut up, shut up. How are you drunk? Do you, do you know how to work? Do you, you know how to work the mute button on your thing? <laughs> uh, so, that. Granderson was in jail. They kept him on the roster through training camp, uh, kept him on the roster after training camp through cuts uh, after he was the out Saints of The Saints trust my uh, leadership. They trust my parental guidance. They trust your well, loins. Not, That's what they trust. Not only that. Well, well but they could have, it could have been a bad decision. It could have blown up in their face. Granderson could have come out to be nothing, but he's winding up. Yeah, being you know what? If it was, if it was Dave Cariola's son, they probably would have cut him if it was Dave Cariola's son. I mean, honestly, Granderson could be like their greatest undrafted free agent acquisition. I mean, I know like you're talking about like Pierre Thomas and all that, but I mean, but to stick with a guy who, when you, he doesn't even play in training camp. Well, here's you keep him on the roster. You keep him on the final roster, and you keep him on the team. Here's here's the question, Andrew. What does Granderson, does, your your son, have to do 
in the playoffs to become the greatest UDFA in Saints history? Ask the question again. <laughs> what does your son, Carl Granderson, have to do in the playoffs to become the greatest UDFA in Saints history? Make one tackle. <laughs> One, I think one. Dave, Shy Tuttle and Granderson had a UDFA party on Ryan Tannehill's face. It was tremendous. But I was trying to think, Dave, when Tennessee, they went no moss with Deontay Harris and they just refused to kick to him at the end. Can you remember a time when it – did a team do that when Michael Lewis – was a returner for the Saints, or, or you don't go back that far, Andrew? Can you remember that? No, I go back. I go. I mean, I I go, I go back that far. But my, I don't have a crazy recall of all the plays from, from back in those days. I'm just trying to remember if if, if Michael Lewis ever ever had a moment where teams were just like, we're not kicking to you. He he had a he had a big game against the Redskins when Spurrier was there, and he had a monster game. He had a monster game against the Vikings one time, but I don't think they ever like. Just refused to kick, 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 kick to him on kickoffs. You know, like squib it. You know, Andrew. I do. I know. I like saying. I like saying no mas. I mean, I need, Tyron, I need... Hughes, Tyron Hughes maybe had that. Yeah, Tyron Hughes. But but it's it's tremendous how good he is, Dave. Uh, the other thing... Well, he made the Pro Bowl, so obviously he's the best. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe none of us adopted him in the uh, in the summer. <laughs> well, Who, Deontay? Yeah. Like, that would have been a better call than Granderson. Although Granderson, being in, in jail and making the team, for comedy purposes, cannot be topped. Uh, so, Michael Thomas... Just is unbelievable. Uh, the greatest ever. <laughs> Better than Colston? Let's talk about it right now. Better than yes. Colston? The answer wow. is yes. Wow. Is he's the be- Is he the best? If he never plays another down for the yes. Saints, is he the best receiver in Saints history? Yes. Wow. Yes. Including, including convicted felon Joe Horn? Yes. Poor Joe Horn, doing medic, doing uh, insurance fraud, former Falcons. He, he's he is more the best receiver than I want to punch Jeff Duncan in the face. <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense, but I mean, you get the idea. It always it always makes sense to punch Jeff Duncan in the face. I mean. Well, that's what I'm saying. It makes more sense to say that Michael Thomas is the best receiver in Saints history than it would for me to punch Jeff Duncan in the face, which is always a thing that we should. Dave, if, so. if the Vikings fall behind and, and Andrew vomits live on this podcast <laughs> at the same time, would it be the greatest moment in show history? Greatest moment in show history. Too late. I just uh, no, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> breaking news, though. Uh, Vikings, uh, or Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins just converted a third and 18. 
And he got hurt. Stephon Diggs. Diggs. Yep. And Diggs now is limping off the field. But they got the We're first still down winning ten to nine, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, go, Vikings. I don't know if I would say Let's fucking go. I mean you're not a Vikings fan. You don't yes need to I say am skull bitch. <laughs> is it I mean to have to root for Minnesota and then Seattle. Not only root for Seattle, Dave, we're going to have to root for Seattle and Marshawn Lynch. They have brought his old fat ass out of retirement because they literally are like the 2010 with running backs. They have none. Now, wait a minute. He hasn't officially come out of retirement, right? He just was taking I mean, he a flew- there and they were going to talk about it. What's there to talk about? They don't have any running backs. They need to talk about how much they're going to fucking pay Marshawn Lynch to come back. That's that's what Marshawn's going up there to, to talk about. How much are you fuckers going to pay me? That's true. I mean, it'll just be weird. It'll just be weird. Um, so, Chauncey. I just, I'm telling you right now, I have a gut feeling that we're going to get the first. We're going to get a bye. I, I have a gut feeling that we are going to get the first or the second seed, and we're going to get a bye. I mean, yeah, because the Vikings are going to win this game. Skull. Do you? Well, that's a good question. Do you feel like? Do both? I feel like for the Saints to win the Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl, they need a bye. Oh, Fuck. breaking news! Kirk Cousins just threw a freaking interception in the. Uh. Of course he did. Uh, it's my bad throw was horrific. And Dave, uh, you're through it. Uh. Oh, and your I'm, TV is like five seconds is it, ahead of mine, is I guess. It at least deep in Packers territory? No. Yes, it, it was, was so until it he was, returned he it. So it's like an arm punt? My we'll, we'll take God. It was just a YOLO to like Stephon a... Diggs in double coverage. God, I hate Kirk Cousins oh, so much. God. Um, what an idiot. God. Is, they, were like, they were driving, too. I was feeling really good about that drive. <laughs> I don't know how Vikings this shit. I, I can't. I couldn't be a Vikings fan. I mean, then you you assholes were complaining about Teddy Bridgewater earlier this year. Shame on you. <laughs> he was on the Vikings. He was. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, how much would the Vikings kill for Teddy Bridgewater right now? If we're being honest. Instead of having to pay Kirk Cousins twenty-seven million dollars. Instead of making Kurt Cousins the highest paid quarterback in the history of the league. <laughs> Is he re- he's, he, he was, but he's he not anymore. He was when he signed that deal. Like I picked the wrong week to put amphetamines. So, we gotta, we'll get back to the Saints in a moment, but we have to discuss a serious matter. Uh, I don't know if this person is a fan or... Uh, I, I would assume they are because Zane Harley Gray invited me to his wedding. He sent the invitation to Channel 4, and they forwarded it on to me. Uh, he invited me to – it's in Moss Point, Mississippi. <laughs> Jenny Catherine Bell and Zane Harley Gray request the pleasure of your company at the celebration of their marriage Saturday, the 22nd of February, 2020. 20 at 5 in the evening, Pelican Landing Event and Conference Center. So, uh, Zane, I don't know if you're listening I'm or you're a huge fan. fan. I'm uh, fucking pissed. What's I'm, so special about Ralph? Why wasn't I invited? Dave? Why weren't you invited? Oh, I what, wasn't, what's I so wasn't, great I about Ralph? No, I got one too. Oh, you did? Yeah. 
I'm insulted. Wait, you, Dave, you seriously, you did get an invite? <laughs> no. Freaking <laughs> no. bitch. So, I mean. No, I didn't get one. How do you know that it was Zane that sent it? How do you know it was the Zane? Guy? Your your wedding would have been so much better if it was me and Dave and not Ralph. <laughs> Can I? Is it a you plus? Have is it a one extra arm at your wedding? Yeah. Is it a, yeah. is it a, is it a plus one? Can I bring Andrew and he could destroy your open bar? <laughs> <laughs> but Maybe thanks, Zane. I, I can't one, attend. Ralph could it's bring a good arm. I can. Hey, I can order a drink with the good arm, pass it to you, then order another one, and we can just double fists, and then we can be on the Twitter and the TikToks, me and you just drunk and shirtless, just cutting yeah, it up on the dance yeah, the floor. The way I see it, you ruined your wedding, pal. You could have invited me, Dave, basically anyone but Ralph, but you decided to invite Ralph, and... That's on you. It's, it's, your wedding's going to suck. <laughs> it was going to be a great day. Now it's going to be a rainy day. <sighs> Wait, how do, we know, how do you know it was Zane that sent it? It could have been Jenny. Okay. Jenny okay. Catherine Bell. That sound, that's a very regal-sounding name. But I, well, I appreciate the invite. Where's the I'll wedding? S- in Nola proper? No, Moss, No, it's in Moss Point, Mississippi. Oh, oh Moss Point. Oh, wow. I, wow. I can't attend, but I'll send you a koozie and a t-shirt. How about that? <laughs> I've got 70 of them left over. Send me, send me you and your lovely bride size, and I'll get them to you. Well, maybe they don't even like the podcast. They sent it to Channel 4. Maybe they like your morning interview with Paulson. Maybe they I hate mean, Paulson. Maybe they First hate of all, they shout, like out, to, stick shout it to out to Houdat RVA from Richmond, Virginia. Um, and, and that, that's RVA. that's about an hour away from Charlottesville, so Houdat to you. Uh, I would love to know in the chat where you watch the games in Richmond. Just curious about that. And then my dad says Houdat from Uptown. So where is my dad? Where is he? Where are you in Uptown? He's yeah, go the... go make sure wherever Andrew is, he gets home safe because he's. Yeah, well, I'm in Baton Rouge. I'm going nowhere. I'm going to bed as soon as this is done. <laughs> but here's a good here's After a good. After the Vikings win this game, here's a good question though. Do you oh, and, and I want you both to answer, Dave, Dave? And I'll start with you. Do you feel like the Saints need home field to get to the Super Bowl? Yes. Before, yes. before we got sidetracked with my yes. wedding invite. Uh, honestly, I, I, I do. I, I just, they're just a way better team. They showed the gra actually, they showed the graphic, uh, yesterday during the game. Uh, they're seven and one at home in the playoffs. And that one, of course, is the no call. So really they should be eight and home, eight, no at home. And I mean, excuse me. Uh, it's just, they're unstoppable at home in the playoffs. They're more comfortable. Obviously, home crowd is better. Um, I just and I. But do you feel like if, they need to be? If the they have to play. Oh, if they have oh, to play oh, away. Oh, they're gonna on, have. Hold to, on. Hold on. They're hold gonna on. have stop, to play. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! So there's one thing that we need to talk about: the elephant in the room, which is that uh, freaking. Uh, what's the uh, announcer's name? The ESPN guy that's always talking about the Saints being terrible on the road. Colin. Tess- uh, what's his name? Tessitore. No, Colin Cowherd. Yes, Cowherd. Oh, he, Cowherd. He's he, at he's at Fox yeah, yeah, now. He, but he did on the narrative that the Saints can't can't win on the road. The Saints, by the way, have the best road record in the NFL 
the last three years. Over the last three years, well, there's not, not one team playoffs. in the entire league that's better than the Saints. So when you make these statements that the Saints can't win on the road and they're down 14 nothing, and you jump to conclusions right before they win by 10 points and cover the spread, maybe you should, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. It's not so role. much, for me, Andrew, it's not so much that they can't win on the road. I worry that they they can that they can't win three games because of the way their roster yeah, is. Well, they I'm don't with, have I'm to with Ralph. because there are one game in Well, yeah, they will if they don't get home field or they if don't they get don't a bye. Get a bye. If they don't three. get home field, they play one at home, and then they got to play the next two away. And, I mean, yeah, they can win on the road, and they can even win in the cold. They've, they've beat Philadelphia in Philadelphia. But... Uh, it's just like, I think like Ralph said, you, they got to do it twice in a row. And I sure as hell don't want to go to Seattle. And I'm not really, not so much for the weather, but for the hostile environment. And I sure as hell don't want to go to Green Bay where it's going to be zero fucking degrees. Um, I, I, it's just, I'm going to tell you right now, there's no chance to sti- lose in Seattle. Well, None. I, I'm just going to say this. Statistically, it is 100%, uh, they have a much better chance of going to the Super Bowl statistically. Seattle's uh, not if, winning a playoff game. A Seattle's losing a, in Philadelphia. Fair enough, fair, fair enough, but I just, to me, and every year is different. Like, I remember when the Saints made the playoffs in 2011, and I was like, they cannot beat the Seahawks. They just can't. Or, no, no, I'm sorry. 2013, that was, yeah. Was that 2012? Or 2013, yeah. I was like, yeah, they're going to go to Seattle. I, I Like, my level of confidence was... They can't beat that team. But if they go to Green Bay and have to face the Packers, they have to go to San Francisco and play that team. To me, like, those teams are not so much Saints are officially the three seed now. Green Bay just scored. (laughs) Whatever, the Vikings are still going to win. Continue, Andrew. I just think any team that is in the NFC is not so much superior to the Saints that they can't win. I They can go into Seattle, San Francisco, or Green Bay and beat any of those teams. I yeah, really I believe just, that. To me, it's not it's not so much that they can't beat any team. I, I think you're 100% correct. I just think they need the week of rest, and they I, I don't want them playing three games. I think it for this, this roster, the yeah. way it is right at this moment – they need a week off, and they need to only have to win two games to go well, to the Well, Kirk Cousins needs to pull his head out of his ass. Then. I mean, Jesus, oh. Kirk Cousins. Um, it's just it's, so just fucking Minnesota. They're falling apart. Um, so, Dave. It looked like uh, Kirk Cousins and Stefan Diggs were having a heated exchange uh, on the sideline after the that interception that Cousins threw. Was he telling Kirk Cousins to stop being a trash can? Are the Packers going for two? They are, and they, they did, and they got it. So, uh, 17-10 Packers with oh my minutes God. remaining in the third quarter. Jesus. Yeah. So, like Ralph said, it's over. Third round. Third, third, we're, we're playing third on the first weekend. Saints are playing on the first because weekend. Because Seattle has, like, four healthy people on their roster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, At least Kirk Cousins is one of them. I mean, you know, sorry, Russell Wilson. Has, you know, 
Dave, Jared Cook, he's only going to have like about 45 catches, but he's going to get 700 yards. Has has he delivered exactly what you hoped he would? I mean, we probably if if you were a good host, you probably you would have you'll 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 go back to our preseason episodes and you'll pull our predictions. I'm sure you've got everything marked. Uh, I'm sure you've got all the audio marked. Dave, so I was to... too busy uh, <laughs> ripping wedding music off of YouTube. <laughs> So you know exactly where to go to look for that. So uh, yeah. if you were a good host, you'd go back and find where we, whatever we predicted for Jared Cook, because I'm sure we we made some kind of predictions. But uh, anyway, no, I, um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty good. I mean, uh, yeah, 700 yards. That's pretty damn good. I mean, the touchdowns have been great. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, obviously he, he was not so productive beginning of the season, but he's come on as of late, and I, I'd rather him playing well now than week two or week three. So, yeah. Andrew, I know he's not in your time. Better better than, uh, who who was it last year? Uh, I mean, better than Watson and, you know, retired retired Watson or uh, Kobe Fleener. Well, here's a question. Andrew, is he better than 2015 Ben Watson that cost 75 balls? Well, maybe not consistency-wise. So I, I would say no in terms of week one to week 17, just in terms of the landscape of a whole season. But uh, if you're looking at his current form, you know, I, I think Watson was the king of like six catches for 74 yards, you know, just like a methodical stat line. Um, Cook is way more of like the three catches for 84 yards and two touchdowns kind of guy right now you know, over the last five weeks. So, um, to me, Cook is more exciting, more dangerous, and, uh, you know, more stressful if you're a defense trying to game plan for him. Dave, is he the best free agent signing the Saints had this offseason, or is it Malcolm Brown? Malcolm Brown. No? Uh, Who else did they sign this offseason? Malcolm Brown would be the only other one that – Nick Easton. I mean, unless you unless you want to go Deontay Harris, who's Oh, what about Latavius Murray? They signed him, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with him. You mean you mean Ladavius? Yeah. Ladavius. Well that's why I'm going with him. Yeah. The the feed the feed Ladavius people got real quiet in the second half. He was not he was <laughs> he was not looking he was not looking so good. They were like, nah, give it to Kamara. That that was a big L for the Ladavius. Well, I, hey, no, 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 no. Because you know what? That's the way it should be. And and I'm so I'm totally fine when if he, if he's not the running back who looks like he's the guy who on that day that night if he's not looking like he's the hot hand and. Camara is, then go for it. Then, then it's Camara. That's that's fine, and I'm okay with them working it that way. That's the way I want it to work. But it seems like they're always way quicker to just keep feeding Camara if it looks like he's doing well, as opposed to if Latavius Murray looks like he's doing well. They're, they they're a lot slower to come around and keep feeding him. That's my issue. Yeah, I mean, I guess to me the question is, Andrew. Did you see enough yesterday from Kamara to be like, he's back. He's going to be amazing. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it it didn't take much, you know. I 
All I really needed to see from him was the 40-yard house call to be like, oh, it's on. Um, I always knew that deep in his underbelly, that was still a thing that was in there somewhere and just needed to be unearthed. So it was good to see it again, but I think we all know what he's capable of on any given Sunday. And if he gets healthy enough, um, I'm actually kind of excited about Sunday because, you know, he's going up against Christian McCaffrey and obviously Christian McCaffrey's had a great season. And I, I think, he should take it upon himself to one up a premier back in the league. God, Carolina is a shit show. We'll get to them. We'll get to them in just a minute. Um, but right, I'm I'm staying on while Minnesota drives on this drive, and then I'm out of yeah, here don't after this. Fucking after this, goddamn it! I want for a touchdown here. Kurt Kirk Cousins looks like a dude that you just want to punch in the face repeatedly. He looks like I just. So he's kind of Jeff Duncan-y? Kind of. I mean, I would say even more so because he's like that. No, that's not name. possible. But here's the th- here's you know, the thing. You know, by the way, uh, the Saints officially are scheduled to go to Las Vegas next year to play at the Raiders. Yeah, they are. And my, my wife, I'm already my planning wife, on going to that. My wife just my told wife. me that I'm not. I, I'm not allowed to go. So. My wife totally told me the exact to opposite. She said, we are fucking going because it's about time I had some fun off of this Saints bullshit that you do. All right. Well, the, 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 let's let's all go, the three of us. Maybe Kevin can too, even though he's single. But uh, can you guys convince my wife that it's a good idea to do this? Dude, it's yeah. Vegas. It's Vegas. Get get your Maybe in-laws to watch your kids. incentivized to go if it's like I'm going with my buddies who have wives and we're not going to like, you no. know. I mean, I'm, I'm – Do something inappropriate. I'm bringing – oh, oh, this isn't going to be a swingers thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the wrong idea about – There's going to be the, like, the only – I'm out. The only swinging yeah, Andrew's going to be I'm doing is drunk world. from the sports book in Vegas from the rafters as he gambles gambles away uh, all the money he has in his bank account. But so, Dave, if you, are you going, you going, are you will you be going by yourself, or you be will you be bringing your lovely wife with you? Nah. No, I would, I would, I would hope to bring my wife. I'd hope to go with like maybe another couple of our, like a. Another couple friend of ours. Uh, also, if, you know, if you, you notice how he yeah. says that, but you know, in his mind, he's not meaning you, Ralph, and your wife, or me, or my wife. <laughs> well, no, we had I we had already. No, had already he hangs out. He hangs out with the upper crust of New Orleans, is. Andrew. Not us, plebes. <laughs> yeah. I've already had this conversation with another friend of mine, but there's this this actually this friend that I'm referring to. He's a big fan of the podcast, and mm-hmm. he would love. He would love for you guys to tag along. It would be like one of those, um, like fantasy camps, you know, when you go to like you're a baseball fan or whatever, and you go play baseball with like your the old time. Let's be honest, he'd be tagging along. Does he love? Does he love the show enough to invite me to his wedding? He's already been married for ten years, so what about yes, he might what about his next one? He would have his next wife. Yeah, yeah. So oh, man, um, that's funny. Before we get to, uh, but I have family in Vegas, so I, it's an extra excuse for me to go. Uh, so I, I, I really would like to go. 
So, uh, before we get to our prediction for the uh, Saints-Carolina game, we got a bunch of questions from people. Uh, Fourth and one. Should the Vikings go for this? They are going for it. They are? Yeah, I must be ahead of you. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. What's the greatest Christmas Let miracle? Let me know, Dave. If they Wait, get. hold on. No, they're not going for it. Were they trying to what draw What a outside? bunch of what pansies. They just all the time out. I don't know what's going on. Jesus. I mean, biggest... there's plenty of time left, but their defense, they call the timeout. All right. Biggest <sighs> Christmas miracle playoff. All right. Carl well, like, Granderson like said, sack this... on a fourth down. Janaris Jenkins pick six. Taysom Hill throw to Drew for a TD. Or Ted Ginn catching a pass. <laughs> What was the question? I heard the biggest heard the Christmas answer. big biggest Christmas playoff miracle for the Saints this year. Carl Granderson gets a sack on fourth down. Janoris Jenkins pick six. Taysom Hill throws a TD to Drew Brees, or Ted Ginn catches a pass. Uh, I got it. I got it. Falcons win a game. <laughs> the, the, fucking, the Pelicans are so. Terrible. They just are. I, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have to, uh, just accept that the league pass is a sunk cost and not commit 15 to 20 minutes to every Pelicans game. Yeah, I because- mean, it's a killer too because I loved meeting with the Bird Rights guys, Ali especially, and um, Kevin Barrios. I mean, what great dudes! It was so fun have meeting them and having a great time at the podcast show, but. Uh, I feel sorry for those guys, man. They've got to put up with bullshit night after night. God, <laughs> three, four I'm times so a week, sorry, man. Guy. I don't know how. I yeah. don't know how Ollie I'm does it. He looks so, so young. He looks so young. Uh, Dave, this is a great question from JP. What would Michael right, Thomas have? What would Michael Thomas have to do in a season to make trash Falcon fans have a reasonable take? <laughs> I don't know. Support Donald Trump. I'm out of here. Later. <laughs> Damn! Drops the mic. So the Vikings really did punt, huh? Dave, a bunch just, of chumps. He could have punted. We we had, we had one, I had one more thing. All right, me and Andrew are gonna get out of here shortly too. It's too bad that this podcast, uh, the the Monday night game is going, of course, long, so we won't get to see the ending of the Minnesota game as this show goes on. But before me and Andrew make our picks for the Saints-Carolina game, guys, go to mybookie.ag. The best online gaming site anywhere. Safest, most secure. You can bet on anything you want. I've got a parlay with Everton, LSU, and Minnesota in the works right now. I did that on my bookie. It's great. You should too. Mybookie.ag. Right now, use the code chair. You get a hundred percent sign-up bonus. That's right. You put in two hundred, you get two hundred extra to play with. So go to mybookie.ag. Use the code chair and get a hundred percent sign-up bonus. Mybookie. You play, you win, you get paid. Terms and conditions apply. Andrew. Yeah. The Saints are a thirteen point favorite Sunday in Carolina. I cannot adequately describe There is no spread under 50 that I would not bet on. Carolina is an Sorry to cut you off, but if it was 49 or less, I'm betting Saints. Dude, Carolina is an absolute shit show. 
Greg Olson, who's been there forever, after the game, he said, he's like, this, this is embarrassing. Like, we, we don't care. Coaches are fired. We're not playing hard. Victor Butler punched a dude and got ejected and suspended. Like, they could give less shits about this game. Um, the Saints really should put the fucking hammer to them. And put them on the rack. And this game really should be over middle third quarter. No excuses. Um, but yeah, I'm taking the Saints. They're covering. <laughs> Seriously, they're going to win by 50. <laughs> what was the game where Ditka, Ditka's last game where Carolina needed to score as many points as possible in case of a tie break? And they scored like 50-something. And D- Ditka got so mad he scored and did an onside kick. <laughs> just to like try to get their point differential down like it was it was fucking madness oh, but i was rooting i was like yes carolina drop 70 on the saints so ditka can get fired into the fucking sun um news flash he got fired yeah breaking news mike ditka not the coach of the saints uh, also breaking news i want fucking Kurt Cousins thrown in one of the 10,000 lakes in Minnesota. And I want him to be, not die, but I want him to have hypothermia and I want him to think about what he's done to me tonight. Oh, I disagree. Death is good. <laughs> um, so, here's the thing, man. Aaron, People say Aaron Rodgers is this great. And that, dude, he's thrown less, less touchdowns than Drew Brees this year. And oh, by the way, Drew Brees missed... F- Six weeks, basically. Just saying. Yeah, I, I, they, they don't scare me at all. I mean, I'm still hoping that Vikings can find a way to win this. It's looking worse and worse and worse by the play. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, the Saints are superior to the Packers. I mean, it's bullshit if the Packers are better record-wise and they own the tiebreaker because we all know who's the superior team. Yeah, the Packers. Every time I see them, they are just not. They just don't impress me at all. Um, you know, we talked about me getting invited to a wedding. We talked about your your UDFA son being amazing. We talked about Deontay Harris. We didn't really talk about Michael Michael Thomas breaking the record. But where do you think? Before I make my game pick, Andrew, where do you think his? Uh, season total for receptions is going to end up like how many do you think he'll get Sunday oh I think he'll get 10 more you know I (laughs) why not you know he's already got 145 his average is like 10 10 catches a game um regardless of how this game ends tonight um the Saints are gonna have to play to win so he's gonna catch 10 more so I think he'll finish I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yeah, 155 is a nice round number. Um, <laughs> Rylan asked in the in the chat room, who's worse, Cousins or Winston? I say Cousins, man, because at least Winston, Tampa Bay can hit eject. The Vikings have another year of Kirk Cousins. There you go, Minnesota, with a sack. <laughs> So, Andrew, I'm going to say Saints 35, Carolina 10. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to play most of the second half. That's how much of a blowout this game is going to be. Um, my only th- concern is 
you mentioned this to me. I thought this was insane. Carolina still gave McCaffrey 28 touches Sunday. 29, a, actually. 29 in a meaningless fucking game. So they are still going to feed him, and he's their entire offense, and they are going to feed him in a meaningless game, and that's slightly concerning, but I think the Saints will be okay. Um, and look, even we'll though Minnesota, they're not going to they're not winning this game because I don't see how Minnesota is going to be able to score 10 more points. Um, but the, we, the Saints can still win Sunday, and they'll still get another shot. Uh, you root for Seattle against San Francisco. That's a really up hard, uphill climb, but it is at Seattle, and they're bringing Marshawn Lynch out. of Maybe he can conjure up magic one last time and give him a couple touchdowns. Hell, Julius Jones scored a touchdown in a playoff game for the Saints. Andrew, while he was smoking cigs on the sideline, so I saw it. I saw it. It happened. <laughs> so, anyway, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, we got the grades podcast that me and Andrew did. That's already posted. We're gonna do a preview probably tomorrow or whenever Andrew sobers up. Uh, but thanks for supporting us all year. Give me uh, like three days. Yeah. Thanks for supporting us all year. You should be a patron if you're not. It's only $7 a month. You get a koozie, you get a magnet, and you get our undying love. So thanks to everybody for joining us. Thanks for Dave and Andrew for taking time out of their holiday parties while they were shit-faced drunk to actually do this show. I don't know how to end this. I won't say uh, the bar is closed. Until next week, the bar is closed. I will say, and this will make me throw up in my mouth, Go Vikings? Go Vikings. Skull. Skull. I, I don't know how you say it. Skull. <laughs>